wasn't recording any of that. Were you not? <laughs> no, you, no. You trickster. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, that was a bluff, just so I could pretend. That was your now. power play. That was my power play. Oh, yeah, we didn't hear what your power play was. So we'll never knew. Uh, just like Putin, uh, my guest today has brought in two massive dogs to intimidate me throughout the podcast. Uh, welcome to the Trivial Cahoots. Uh, missed five minutes of glorious chat there uh, about Guns N' Roses and the rain. And power plays. And power plays and... Uh, uh, failure. F- failure. Peter McGann is with me today, who also plays comedy character Liam Nugent, which I completely remember. You remember that? It was impressive. <laughs> yeah. I didn't manage to forget that. Not fucking look it up before you interview somebody. <laughs> uh, what was it you do again? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I do a bit here and there. So Peter McGann is uh, a writer, a comedian, an improviser. Uh, he's on Republic of Telly sometime. Well, when that was still a thing. When that was still a thing. And, uh, and he, he plays funny Liam Nugent. Funny Liam Nugent. Funny Liam Nugent. I, he's a yeah. I, I he's just a lad from my hometown that I kind of look after and oh yeah, try that's and right. Make, yeah, uh, yeah, try and make yeah, feel at home in the comedy along. world. You give him some retweets now and again. Yeah, throw, to, him, throw him a, a bone or yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there anything coming up for Liam Nugent? Are you doing your one man show again? Uh, I want to do it, the one man show again. Um, I applied for the fringe and didn't get in, but uh, oh, yeah. I would. I. I'm looking into maybe doing it in a few places and maybe back home where I'm from Wicklow and yeah. maybe go here so to Kenny again. Just do kind of a little, I don't know exactly yeah. what, but uh, I definitely want to do it again before, before it becomes old news. I don't want to be trotting out the same show like a year or two after the fight if it first <laughs> went on. So yeah, but it'll be the comeback tour soon enough. The comeback, well, yeah, yeah. there is that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's there's no real. I gig, I do a few, I have a few gigs with him. Oh yeah, yeah, weeks, yeah, yeah. But yeah. other than that, I've kind of he's kind of gone a bit quiet. He's gone a bit quiet. Yeah, he's gone underground. I'm sure he'll be back. Um, uh, well, we start the show with a quick quiz about you, Go for based it. off Trivial Pursuit. So the first uh, question is geography. What's the furthest you've been from home in the last year? Have you been outside of Ireland? Yeah, I've been to France. France? There you go. What were you doing in France? On holidays. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Uh, Just a little holiday by yourself? Uh, No, me me and my girlfriend went over there, and we're going there again on Thursday, so... Uh, Ask me next week, and it'll be the exact same answer. (laughs) Are you going to the exact same place? We are, yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, do do you... do you or your parents or somebody own a place Her there? Her family have a little... Ah, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So pop out there and chill out for a few days. Nice. Okay, the next one is entertainment. What was the last song you listened to? Oh. Were you listening to music I on the was. way here? It was Band of Gold. Band of Gold. By Freya. What's her name? Uh, yeah, the old song. The old song, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pay royalties there. <laughs> yeah. Huh, interesting. Uh, is that on a like collection or something? Or it's just on a, a, a Spotify playlist Spotify. of mm-hmm. songs of that type. Era. I like it busting it out. You nice. need to I'm you know, miserable day out. Oh, it's rough. A little hungover. 
So I'm oh, doing, are you? Yeah, so I'm just nice. doing that thing where on the way here I would just listen to upbeat, funky tunes. <laughs> Get an happy mood for yeah. this goddamn podcast. <laughs> just for this day, this weather and this, yeah. uh, this well, the weather, to be honest, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, would break your soul in twain. Yeah. But no, it was so nice yesterday, but listen, that's what you get. Just, it's Ireland just that's, teaching your lesson. That's the most Irish thing ever. That's what you get. That's what you for get good for weather. enjoying yourself. So Ireland just been like, come on, what did you think? I was going to be nice to you? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your Guns N' Roses tickets. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. punish you. It's been sunny all week long. You I thought it was going to be great, didn't you? Nope. I'm quite happy for them. You're happy for... I know not. That's not fair. <laughs> you're happy that they're being pissed on? Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, I know. We can feel a little bit of schadenfreude. Wait, is, is this... So it's just Guns N' Roses playing Slain? Just yeah. one night? Just one night, I think, yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, who else is playing? Royal Blood? I don't know. Don't know? No. I don't know them either. Mark Lanigan Band? That sounds familiar. I'm not yeah. very good with... Music. No, some of Mark Lanigan stuff is. I only have one Couldn't of his albums. That's quite good. Couldn't even think of my last song. Oh yeah, Freya. I got the first name. Is it Frida Payne? Free. So you didn't even get the first name. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Maybe it's Frida Payne. Frida. Band of Gold. Freya. Right. Freya. Could be Freya. Freya. I couldn't look at it, but I'm, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. 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 Uh, everyone at home can look at their own phones and. Uh, See how right or wrong we were. Text in with your answers. <laughs> Do text in. I won't give you a number, but just guess. Guess, guess of what you think my number would be and send me a text and maybe you'll be right. Okay. Uh, the next category is history. What's your favorite historical movie or novel? Oh. Or what's the first one that yeah. springs to mind? Loads. Yeah? Like historical film being how would you or novel how would you define like as in just happens to be set back yeah, in the day set back in the day period piece oh I how about you wrote a period piece yeah uh, a play set, oh yeah set there you go that's my, fa- that's my favourite <laughs> historical uh, uh, is, is it set in 1916 it, uh, the, or, the start of it is and then it's set three years after the fact and myself and uh, my co-writer John Morton we wrote a play called The Hellfire Squad so yeah that, so going off the back of that yes I will say my favourite historical movie is Inglorious Bastards ah um, which if you've seen Inglorious Bastards you know, and historical and historical kind of takes yeah, yeah, a yeah. takes a side step at a certain point but yeah. that's what you want you don't Lawrence Raina is that that's an obvious one yeah as in like that's good Basic. It's like I'm basic. McGann, level one. Level one there. But it is very good. You kind of watch it. I watched it in the cinema in 70mm. Yeah. Uh, two years ago. And it is a thing where you're like, you watch, I've seen it a few times before that as well, where you're like, you just can't, it's a basic thing to say, oh, that's the best film ever made. But then you see it and you're like, well, it is like, it's, but it's yeah. not very, you want to say, be able to I say. I kind of feel like they should almost reverse Lawrence of Arabia because the first half is so good and then the second half, I just, Feel maybe it drives on like things just start to get darker and worse and worse. You're like, mm. 
this is rough now. You, you I was want really to, enjoying. You want to tea to it on top? Yeah, like, <laughs> like we, we want. We got, we, yeah. we knocked over Akaba. Now we can just. Yeah. That's it. Just you don't want to know what happens. Just, like, yeah, that's that's. Just leave that now. I don't get drunk on power. <laughs> yeah, I'm less keen on that part. Yeah. When he's being whipped and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's a hard go of it. He was hard go of it. Tea. But uh, there, yeah, book Three Musketeers. That's a good. That's a historical book. Oh yeah, have you read that? I have indeed. I love it. Uh, I've never read that. I liked it. See, I, I, a kid, I liked all the movies. Do you know what I really enjoyed, though, is Two Man, Three Musketeers by the Pajama Men. Have you ever seen the no. Pajama Men? They do Two Man, Three Musketeers. Yeah. I know the, the name. The group. Oh, yeah, but you haven't seen... No. They're very good. But, they, yeah, they do Two Man, Three Musketeers. Uh, it's just the two of them playing all the roles in Three Musketeers. Uh, it's very... It was, uh, it was very that. good. And quite surreal, like, yeah. you know, there's parts when they're just becoming eggs and stuff. Um, oh. Yeah. So, so, so nice, it's loyal to the it's text. Not, so, well, yeah, I guess it tells the story, but it, uh, yeah, it, it's quite a, a bleak look at it. I don't know if they're still doing or where they are at that, with that, but it was very good. Okay, this is arts and literature. Do you have any paintings hanging in your home? Yes. Uh, two. My girlfriend's mum painted something and my girlfriend's granny painted something. So they're both in. Wow. Yeah. Jesus, you get a lot of things off your girlfriend's family. I know. Money. (laughs) Money. Everything but respect. (laughs) I'm joking. They just throw money at you. Oh, Peter's here again. (laughs) Dance for your money, Peter. I wish people would pay me money to dance for them. (laughs) I wish I would. That would be my retirement plan. You know, I did actually have somebody pay me money to dance for them one time. Did you? Mm Mm-hmm. I was at a gig in the Sugar Club. Apologize, apologies to the audience if you heard the story before. But I was at a gig in the Sugar Club with my friend Robbie, which is going to see this band playing. And then after the band, there was a disco on, but like half the people left, so uh, no one was really dancing. There was like two girls dancing on the dance floor in the Sugar Club. And uh, so Robbie turned to me and was like, "Can't, can't, I'll pay you a tenner to go and dance with those girls." I was like, no, I'm not gonna, no, fuck off, I'm not gonna dance with those girls for a tenner, it's ridiculous. And then the girls left the dance floor uh, five minutes later, and Robbie was like, can't I, can't I, I'll give you 50 euros to go and dance by yourself now. So I was like, yeah, 50 euros, I'll fucking do that. So I did, so he was like, okay, five songs, you have to dance by yourself for five songs. Tenor song, fair. Tenor song is fair. So I did, I went down and danced, and you know the way the shirt club is all kind of, focus towards yeah. the front of the thing so yeah. yeah I just kind of turned my back on the audience and just kind of just danced for for five songs yeah it's like Germany in the 20s you know the cabaret show <laughs> like these gigolos going around like paid to dance with women that's what you were that's what I was yeah uh, and you had to leave because the Nazis came in yeah then some Nazis came like, in I mean, you know I better get out of here <laughs> yeah. steal this woman's jewels and Try and make it to America or Switzerland. What are the paintings that your girlfriend's family got made? Nazi you? paintings. No, uh, <laughs> uh, landscape paintings. Oh, yeah. Places in Ireland. Oh. But, nice. uh, yeah. Can you paint yourself? Um, I mean, technically, but not, not, <laughs> not, not with any degree of confidence. <laughs> I mean, I suppose. And does your girlfriend paint, keeping no, up the. No, she's. She shuns her family shuns, business. She, uh, <laughs> yes, they're all established <laughs> painters. Yeah. Now, maybe she will one day. But it is, it's a kind of a, you know, 
they, you know, you need to. It's a t- time devoting kind of pastime painting. Yeah, it's not something you just ah, knock out an old uh, watercolor there. Well, I suppose you could. You probably bang one out. <laughs> bang, bang one out, handy enough. But if you were ambitious you to the level, good, yeah, 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 it's tricky. Hold on, I'm just gonna move your microphone just because oh, no. it might be rubbing off you. Sorry. Oh dear. Mm. Sorry. just started falling down your chest. Mm-hmm. You, uh, luckily, you, you plunged your hand yeah, into my heaving bosom just to die. Yeah, just rub up on your chest there, and and we're back in. Uh, oh, what's the next question? Next question is science and nature. What's your spirit animal? Spirit animal. Yeah. What animal do you associate with? Um, like, do you feel like just I've got the similar characteristics of that animal? One specific badger. That yeah. looks really like me. <laughs> Where is this badger? Just he's dead now, but he lives oh, in the... Did you have to fight him? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, don't fucking go don't around. You You've been ro- going around town pretending to be me, dealing all kinds of shit out. And getting the, getting the best seats me. in the restaurant, <laughs> like just throwing my name around. Yeah. Goddamn badger. Yeah, so oh. him, technically. Yeah. 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 Fair play. Uh, sports and leisure what's your greatest sport or gaming achievement hmm hmm this is, this makes for grim uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I killed a badger one time I, yeah, <laughs> that, that was my greatest badger baiting yeah with the javelin so yeah. you know it was impressive it was impressive he was running yeah I hurled it <laughs> Olympic standard no, um, yeah, scoring a penal probably. Oh yeah, in primary school. In soccer. Yeah, you can bet I never do that again. After that, <laughs> yeah, I went out on top. <laughs> or like setting up a try in rugby. Oh yeah, yeah. I set that up when I fell over and the other fella got the ball. Yeah. Like that kind of that spurred our team yeah. on. Yeah, I set that up. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 good. Like, I'm miserable. I am. Miserable. Really? Yeah. I would think like you could be good at sports. You would think. Yeah, but no. No. No, you're not. No, oh, that's a, that's I have a the shame. coordination a... of a badger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, no, I'm not. I wish, I wish, but hey, uh, I am a black belt in karate, though. Oh, no, I'm not. No, sounds like someone's knocking on that wall, but I don't yes, know how yeah. that will be possible. They're trapped inside it. Oh shit! They'll be fine. Okay, let's move on to our proper quiz. These are questions we're going to try and answer together as a team okay. of a proper trivial pursuit card. First one is geography. This is a British game, so name any one of the three counties where it is legal to produce Stilton. Stilton cheese. I guess there's three legal. Why would there be illegal to produce cheese? Well, I guess there's like sometimes. Like champagne can only produce in the champagne region. Oh, like to I call get you, it I champagne. Get you, you can make a faux Stilton, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you couldn't call it Stilton you unless be a it's dirty liar. Yeah. I'm going to say Yeah. Pass. <laughs> can you name any English counties? I can name Yorkshire, Norwich. Lancashire. Or Norfolk is Nor is Norf- where Alan Partridge is from. Yeah. There's Norfolk, Norfolk and Norwich is the town. Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. Norwich could be Norwich. It's not. He would say. Cheshire. Cheshire. I don't know. Is there somewhere called Stilton? There's probably somewhere called Stilton. Yes. Stiltonshire. Stiltonshire. 
Essex, Wessex, Sussex, Sussex. Let's say them. Those three. That's the <laughs> yeah. only three places. That yeah. Okay. We'll say Essex, Wessex, and Sussex. Uh, no, we didn't Surprising. mention any of them in all of our <laughs> rambling. Derbyshire, Leicestershire, and Nottinghamshire. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, if only Robin Hood had eaten some Stilton at some point, you would have known it was in Nottingham then. There, exactly. If yeah. Like fucking. You know, it's never mentioned in Robin Hood. Let's no. have some Stilton, lads. Let's just stop all this. Are you Robin are you a cheese rich. fan? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Any particular types? Do you do you stick to the cheddar? I don't stick to it, man. But I yeah. do love cheddar. I like yeah. Goat's cheese. You like goat's cheese? Really? Yeah. I pretty much just eat cheddar. Yeah. And um, um, uh, uh, mozzarella. Mozzarella, yes. Yeah. Parmesan on here and your spaghetti. Yeah. Racist <laughs> spaghetti. Uh, spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, yeah, give me any cheese, I'll take it. I love them. Fair Just don't ask me to name where they originate from. <laughs> where does cheddar come from? Cheddar, is it? Cheddar. Yeah. Yeah, Cheddar Gorge. I don't know what county that's in, though. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess that's, yeah, that would, that, even that would be. They would have fucked uh, us up, yeah. Still. Wensleydale. Is that the place? Wensleydale? Probably. Mm. Sounds like some it. kind of dale somewhere. Edam. Edam. Is that Dutch or Dutch? Yeah. Dutch. Thanks so. about it's Dutch or Swiss cheese? I was gonna say Swiss. Swiss <laughs> cheese. Swiss cheese that originates in yeah France. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Um, turkeys, of course, come from North America. Yeah. Yeah. But they're called turkey because they were imported to Europe by Turkish people, so they were thought of as like the turkey bird. Really? Yeah. The turkey bird. Yeah. That seems. I think that was on QI. Probably, probably not true, but you know, it's a good that's, story. That's my vague recollection of turkey. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go on to entertainment. What is your? What is the favorite food? Oh, here we go. This is more cheese. What is the favorite food of Nick Park's animated duo? duo You've Wallace already and said it. You've already said it. Cheese. Wensleydale. Cheese. It's just cheese. It's just cheese. Ah, come on. Yeah. We should get it's an extra cheese. point for that. Yeah. We should get a point. We should get off for the one we the failed. One we failed miserably. Yeah. Um, do you like Wallace and Gromit? Yeah. Do you like Wallace and Gromit? I've, I mean, maybe I'm just too old for them, but. Every time I sat down to them, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of bored. Maybe if I went back to them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I used to love them as a kid. Yeah. Have you ever seen See, the movie? I was probably an adult when they came out. The movie's hilarious. Which, which movie? Uh, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's very funny as well. They're great. Uh, they've got great jokes. The joke writers, those boys. Nick Park and... Yeah. Else. Yeah. I had... Um, I had I had a scheduled meeting with someone who works for a Skype meeting with someone. We were trying to schedule a meeting. Somehow my agent got this guy interested in me um, for, what are they called? Ardman Animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, can I talk to you then? And then he kept trying to arrange it for a couple of weeks. And then, <laughs> then he emailed and was like, um, I've quit. 
So <laughs> this guy's going to be taking over, but he's really excited to talk to you and never hear from oh, him again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've had those. There They're we good go. Fun. They're good yep. fun. What uh, What would you do if you were if you got to make like one of those claymation? Uh, well, things? I see. Possibly it was because I have a couple of short scripts that I kind of wrote, not thinking that they would be made by Pixar, but just like as an exercise to write a short uh, thing without any dialogue. So I had a couple of those, and I think that's what interested them. I don't know if they want to make them, but um, but I wrote a new one yesterday about fireflies, which is the first script I've written in quite a while. But uh, it was kind of pleasing to actually get a script done. It's yeah. only three minutes long or something, but just it's always satisfying. Completion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like ah, oh, thank fuck, something's written in this godforsaken world. Yeah, yeah, it's a good feeling. So maybe I do something about fireflies. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fireflies that eat cheese and yeah, yeah, and wear automatic trousers and have quaint little English accents. Yes. Oh, hello. Where are they from? Yorkshire or something? Yorkshire, I'd say. Yeah. What's your man from Last of the Summer Wine yeah. as well as his voice? Yeah. Is he still going? I mean, <laughs> I don't know actually. I'm just probably brazenly uh, just ah, assuming. Come on, he should have given up by now. I, he's probably I have it in my head. He's dead though. He could be. Because oh. they're not making them anymore. That must be the only reason why. <laughs> not the not the painstaking process. <laughs> yeah. of, just oh, oh your man's second time. Um, yeah. And yeah, did you ever watch Last of the Summer Wine? Surprised you know what Last of the Summer Wine is. Yeah, when I was a kid, it would have been on yeah. in the middle of the day. It was like the guy who wrote awful. that, like, there's something has to be said for Like, I think there's like 120 episodes or, or something. More? Oh, it was like the longest running English TV shows or sitcom. He wrote that, and I think, did he write Keeping Up Appearances as well? I'm, I'm not sure. And, he wrote, and another sitcom. Like, He's written more episodes of broadcast sitcom by himself. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a phenomenal amount of stuff. To be fair, he had a like a copy and formula. paste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lads are in a bath and it goes down a hill and what's her name gives out to them. Nora Batty. Nora Batty. Yeah. Compo. They're all dead. They're surely all dead. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Bert what's his name? Bert Quook from Cato and the Pink Pot. He was in it towards the end. He's dead. Oh. And he was like one of the fresh blood on this <laughs> cast. Who's dead from... It just comes up everyone. Oh, here's, here's, here's what it comes up with. Who's dead from Jackass? Who's dead from Only Fools and Horses? Who's dead from The Goonies? Who's dead from The Brady Bunch? Who's dead from The Beatles? I mean, if you don't know who's dead from, from the, Beatles, the Beatles, come on. <laughs> who's dead from last of... Wine. I think you're going to be really disappointed with the assets. <laughs> Absolutely, all of them. Yeah. Last of them, what? Oh. This there was a cult. Deathless Forum. There's a thing called <laughs> Deathless Forum. You know your show's been on too long when there's a Deathless <laughs> Forum for your cast. Uh, well, Thora Heard is gone. She was on it. She's long gone. She's long gone. Here's a cut and paste of the actors who... Oh, this is from 2005. Oh, then there's been a few more then. There's been a few fresh ones since. Bill, Peter Salas, that says alive in 2005. Frank Thornton and Brian Wilde. Peter then, Salas is Wallace. 
Right. I really yeah. think he's dead. <laughs> I really think he should be. Hold on, here we go. <laughs> if he isn't, he should be. I don't mean that. I am on Wikipedia now. Peter Salas OBE, born 1st of February, 1921. No death date. What? Peter I am Salas. sorry. I'm sorry. Still going strong. I'm sorry. Good man. Age 96. Has he retired? Has he, is he, is, is it he says still years active, 94-7 okay. to 2010. Fucking he. Jeez, he went right up to 89. Fair play. Yeah. It's good maths. He, I, glad to see he's, uh, he's avoided the last of the summer wine curse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those projects like The Exorcist or where it's people weird. start dying it's just, I mean, yeah, just weird it's like oh no one wants to attach themselves to it anymore because oh, dear. a streak of deaths in the cast uh, well, he, uh, he played Norman Cleggy Clegg in Last of the Summer's sure Wild did. from its 1973 inception so I, I can't I mean can you do the maths on that what age was he if he was born in 1921 he was 52 52 uh, un- until its final episode in 2010 making him it's the over oh, right. it's over yeah making him the only actor to appear in all 295 what? episodes of Last of Summer Wine as well as the only surviving member of the original trio Bill Michael Bates died in 1978 and Bill Owen died in 1999 Salas is reportedly retired from acting has not appeared nor voiced on film or television since I feel like He's like he killed all the other cast members and drawn their life from them. Uh, stay alive. He's probably immortal. I'm pitching it now that Peter Salas is immortal, but only because he has murdered. <laughs> or maybe they had a taunting like uh, a World War Two veterans, or you know, when they find. Whoa! Wait a second. What? This is exciting. Uh, so I'm looking I think it's Compo but he looks so different let me see Jesus he looks sharp yeah it, do, it is amazing. him though well obviously they would, but he looks like so Bill Owen MB who has passed away aged 85 and died in 1999 mm-hmm. uh, but I just scanning through he was on in quite a few carry on films but he was also on in, he was also in a film Called the Hellfire Club. What? What? Spooky. Have you looked at this Hellfire Club? No. Is it set in the Hellfire Club in Wicklow? A body was the membership card. Oh, you had to oh, kill that's somebody. The to, yeah, that's the tagline. Oh, we, we should have had that one. <laughs> we should have used that one. Uh, it's kind of relevant to our one. It's about a hit squad. So you, a body, you do need a body. Yeah. You need to kill, be able to kill someone to join. Start. Keith Mitchell and featured Peter Cushing in a small cameo as enigmatic attorney blah 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 inspired by the historical Hellfire Club Sir Francis Dashwood's infamous gentleman society there blah 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 uh, well there we go that's a Wikipedia hole for, for you <clears throat> I'm fascinated by that era or like th- those old British working actors oh yeah any doesn't have to be British but those like actors from back in the day who like came up in theatre and then like they were just like working actors doesn't matter what could be the worst crap in the world they're doing they're doing it and they're going to the pub after and probably on their lunch break as well yeah it was just a different yeah just keep working I was just just, I was just listening to an interview with Edgar Wright talking a bit about Hot Fuds and like all Mm -hmm. the actors in that that 
kind of half wouldn't recognize, but like yeah. they're like Billy White Claw, yeah, yeah, Kent Granham, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, I watched that the other night. Oh, we yeah. watched it. I hadn't seen it in like I watched it. Me and my mates would watch it every day in college. What? Like it was. It's, wow. Our, our, was there, and I watched it for the first time in years, and it was a, it was such a weird experience because there was enough of a distance between it. But like I was anticipating every single thing that happened. <laughs> it was weird. So. Like knew it off by heart without having necessarily looked at it or thought of it much in the last few years. But it's a it's an amazing film. It's a good film. I think I preferred Shaun of the Dead, but it's still good. But what did you make of The World's End? I loved it. I've seen did it you? less than the other two because it is a tougher watch, I'd say, just because it gets kind of really darker and funkier. Yeah. Well, Sean gets very dark as well. But uh, I know, I get why people didn't like, like, it's not, it's not like, because Hot Fuzz is so big and silly and goofy and... It's just a lot more jokes. And yeah. I just felt like they left out the jokes and... They did a bit, it was a lot more dramatic. But there's some, there's still good jokes. But it, there. but it's, it's a funny one. I mean, obviously you, um, changed from it. But I read, like, it was Donald Clark or somebody else reviewing it. And, like, in his review, he was kind of, he was giving it, like, two stars or something. He was saying, like... This has 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, but for some reason Ireland just doesn't get it. Like, like everyone in the world seems to be loving this. But I, I, he was saying like I was chatting to the guy from Entertainment. I, he didn't get it. I didn't get it. This, I don't know what's going really? on, but like people in Ireland just don't seem to get this film. And I'm talking to some other Irish people who are like, yeah. And then I thought that wasn't good. That's it. But then yeah, lots of people are like, oh, it's brilliant. We, well, I lived in Galway when I came out. My two, my, my, there are my ex-housemates. They've moved away from Galway since, but they came back, and we went to see it in the middle of the day, and then went on a little pub crawl of our own. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one of them, one of my mates didn't like it, and I think because, like, it was the three of us who would like watched Hot Fuzz every day, pretty much in Galway. So I think yeah. he was just wanting this kind of same kind of level of really big, broad, silly yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas way big more kind of. So dark points. Yeah, I mean, and one thing I guess I didn't, because I don't really like action films. There was like a lot of quite long fight scenes, or it felt like that to yeah. me. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. Just you don't like action films? Not really much. I mean, occasional ones are good, but I wouldn't, as a matter of course, be like, Taste, oh, I can't yeah. wait to see this. Indiana Jones. Like it would have been, yeah, I definitely would have enjoyed these more as a youth in Indiana Jones and like Die Hard. I still think is a great film, but whatever's coming out now, Fast and the Furious, or I don't know what the action either. films are these days. But there's what are they? Yeah, there's good. They're kind of the superhero ones, I guess. Or the yeah, a lot of superhero ones, which is less. Give me a man with a gun. <laughs> Give me a man with a gun. Running down. And motorway like Gibson and Lethal Weapon. That's that's yeah. real action. Yeah, that is real action. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, back to the quiz. Uh, Last oh. summer wine is also my favorite action. Is one of the, the action in that <laughs> going down the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be good to to put action music on top of, and then going down the hill in the bathtub. Okay, this is history. This is history for some reason. What was the first James Bond film? Ah, Casino Royale. It was a TV movie. Ah. Yes, it was a TV movie starring someone called Barry something as James Bond, an American guy. Oh, yeah? So, 
if you're going to if be, that counts if that counts if not it's Dr. No but yes I'm going to or fact did that the, the other Casino Royale kill him out before Dr. No I mean no. properly Dr. No James Bond is probably my sad to say special subject yeah yes uh, do you know the first person to play I can't remember his name now actually probably. some lad on the radio yeah on the radio yeah, yeah. but he He's, he, prese- he used to present a show on BBC, like a lunchtime quiz thing. I can't remember his name though. Terry Wyatt. Or is it Bob Holness? No, Bob Holness maybe played James Bond on the radio. Is that who it is? Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, let's see what the answer Peter is Salas. for this. Dr. No, this one says. That's fair enough. That's fair, uh, yeah. I thought they were trying to be tricky. And yeah. Like, What's the first? Oh, well, there is that TV movie that was made. No, they're not no, that. They're, they're not that they're smart. They, they're like, it's cinema or nothing. If, yeah. if, it's, if it's on Netflix, we don't want to know about it. Like, they're like the can jury. Yeah. And the David Niven, when did the David Niven casino came out? The same year or uh, after as um, You Only Live Twice or before. Uh, Around the same time as You Only oh, Live Twice. Okay. That's a bit later. What was that? Third? Uh, fourth? There was Dr. No, From Russia With Love, no. Goldfinger, Thunderball, oh. You Only Live Twice. Ah, so fifth. So fifth. Yeah. Oh, that's fairly yeah, down the line. Mm. Have you managed to watch Casino Royale? The yes, it's batshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I gave up. Yeah, it it's bored. interminable. Like it's, yeah. uh, but like there's some amazing stuff in it, but as a movie, it's ridiculous. Apparently, Peter Sellers, who's in it, and... Um, Orson Welles mm-hmm. hated each other. Oh, really? So they they refused to be in the same room at the same time. So their their scenes are shot on different days. Both of their shots That's like amazing. it cuts between them talking to each other, and they're not in the same room. I think Sellers was at the height of his madness. Being an ass, yeah. Oh, being an ass, yeah. I love him, but he yeah, was a sap at times. Yeah. Did you watch the? Um, Life and Death of Peter Sellers? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. I really liked that film. Obviously, yeah, that's I that You know, you can't be, look at that and take it as the document of who that man was because it's yeah. a fiction film, but yeah. same time. Just, uh, Have you seen Being There? Yes. Yeah, I like that film. But I went to see, and I'd seen, it, I'd seen Being There before it, and I went to see uh, The Life and Death of Peter Sellers with a friend of mine. And uh, afterwards, he was like, have you seen that film? Like, because in in the in the life and death of Peter Sellers, Peter Sellers is constantly wants to make this film being there, out of a novel, I guess, is it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, and uh, and my friend was like, "Looks like it was a shit film that he made." It's kind of like, no, it is actually good. Like, it is actually. I get what weird, you think that what good. you see in like, the life and death of Peter Sellers, just yeah. like just him doing this very flat thing, talking about his garden. Yeah. And then walking on water at the end, you're like, I, I would not want to watch that film, to be honest. <laughs> it's like shit. Yeah. But it <laughs> is very good. Gardener. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of those wacky films that, like, um, got made back in the day. That, mm. I don't know. Back when comedies, they took risks, man. Back when they took risks, man. Uh, so you're a big James Bond fan? Yes. You've watched them all? Yes. Faves? My favourite one, hands down. Yeah. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Really? I've never seen that one. It's the one with Mr. Lazenby. Yeah. Why is that your favourite? 
it's just it's a phenomenal piece of work yeah it's like it's just got everything you want in a Bond movie times 10 bar Sean Connery mm-hmm. but it's what it is is they had someone who wasn't Sean Connery and they were like we need to make everything around him extra good oh Whereas yeah before they could just be like make everything good and we, we got Connery and he's suave and cool and he yeah, carried yeah. but here they were like we better make we, we don't have our star anymore so we just better fucking pump up everything like story wise the direction is incredible in it the, the stunts are insane set pieces so it just it just feels really and it ends with the, that really sad thing where his wife gets Spoiler alert! Sorry, <laughs> spoiler alert! For it was a movie just, made in nineteen sixty-nine. Yeah, but as you're talking about, like maybe I will watch it. <laughs> oh no! Sorry. <laughs> oh well. <clears throat> um, Diana Rigg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's your favorite Bond theme? No. Uh, no. No limits. No. 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 Uh, nobody does it better. Oh yeah, Carly Simon. Carly Simon. You gotta love that song. That's good. Even yeah. that Partridge episode can't ruin how good that song is. When's it used in Partridge? When he reenacts the opening of his Oh, yeah, movie. in the second series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd probably go for a living like dying myself. That's fair. It wouldn't be fair off for me. It's good. I have my favourite Shirley Bassey Bond theme too. This Diamonds Are Forever, not Goldfinger. Ah. Fair. Um, have you heard Radiohead's James Bond thing? No. They did one for Spectre. What? And then it was rejected and they went with somebody else. Oh, that sounds familiar. And then they just they put it on YouTube. It's fucking brilliant. Like, it sounds like Radiohead and it sounds like a James Bond theme. It's a brilliant tune. Were they commissioned to do it? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, like, all right, well, if you're not going to... What's the Spectre theme tune again? I think it was some guy who won... Britain's Got Talent or X Factor. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was Sam Smith. Sam Smith, yeah. I like it. People were kicking that one. I actually quite liked it. I can't. I don't even know if I've ever heard it, but. Skyfall, Adele. Amazing. Yeah. That was like the best pure Bond thing for yeah. like years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, there was quite a few not so great ones. Madonna, Dying Order Day. Week. I can't even remember that. And Just then. Is Cheryl Crow did one? Cheryl Crow did Tomorrow Never Dies. It's right. Grant. Yeah. Katie Lang. That's another case where it Katie was the same. Lang. Katie Lang was commissioned to write a song, the theme tune. She did it. It was rejected again. They got Cheryl Crow instead. But her song is on the end credits. So she got at least she got on the movie. Ah, uh, so. yeah. Yeah. I quite like the Golden Eye one. But mm. Bono on the Edge wrote that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Bono on the Edge, uh, Prejudice. So, like, I'm just big U2 fan, so okay. I'm always going to like... Have they ever played it live? <laughs> Have they ever played it live for U2? I doubt it. I'm How amazing say, would it be for them to be at a U2 concert in Croke Park and they start busting out Golden Knight and then Tina Turner yeah. <laughs> rises out of the stage and starts singing? Tina Turner, I haven't heard from her in a long time. No. She had a rough old go of it there. With Ike. With Ike. <laughs> but I wonder if she's okay now, like... I'd say she's probably doing, like, Vegas. You know, all those stars Maybe. eventually going, like... Maybe. Or, like, cruise ships. She figured she'd pop up on, like, Jimmy Fallon or something. Mm. Maybe she's just retired and is happy. Okay, this yeah. is Arts and Literature. What is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything? Have you read Douglas Adams? Oh, sorry. I thought you... That was, <laughs> you thought that was a joke? I no, I haven't. So I'm afraid. Ah. 
what is the, ulti- oh, the ultimate answer to life, the universe, and everything? I think I know this just from like be- being pop culture, yeah. like seeped into the air, like hearing about it, but I can't uh, think of it. It's something it's, quaint and British and ooh, whimsical, anyway, I'm sure. It's, well, it's whimsical. It's a number. Okay. Any idea what the number is? Three. Nope. Then no. <laughs> it's 42. Okay, why? Uh, we're not really told why. Um, they, I mean, spoiler alert, but they build a, this ancient civilization builds a, com- a gigantic computer to give the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And then it comes out with the answer at 42. And then, uh, then they're like, what the fuck is that That's, and the computer takes like a thousand years to do it so like generations later they're preparing for the answer anyway the computer says 42 and they're like what's 42 and it's like well you didn't ask me what the question of like the universe and everything is and for that we'll need an even bigger computer so then that kind of is the start of the story where is, what is the question that leads to that answer hmm hmm yeah um, yeah I enjoyed those books when I was younger Douglas yeah. Adams. So I didn't. I would have. I should have read them back in the day. I'll read them some stage. Read them now, yeah. Yeah. What's stopping? Nothing. No, nothing. I'm a big boy. Did you see the film? No. No. But as I understand it, it's not great. I I saw the it's Dirk Gently Netflix show, or oh. BBC America show. I guess it's on Netflix. That's what it's. Is that the American one or yeah. the British one? Oh yeah, no, the American one. Oh yeah, I haven't watched the American one yet. It's good fun, but I what I understand, very different. To Probably. Yeah, Dirk Gently I enjoyed as well. And actually there's a book, uh, I've read quite a bit of Douglas Adams stuff, but there's a book called The Salmon of Knowledge, which is parts of his unfinished novel and just other writings of his. Mm. It's quite good, yeah, just articles that he wrote for different things. And cool. Yeah. You seem like a cool guy. Yeah. One of the things is, because uh, they were trying to, make, he was trying to get Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy made as a film for years, or there was producers mm. interested in it. And he was finding that he couldn't... There was this one producer he can't get talked to anymore who has the rights to it or something and he just won't take his calls. So he sends him an email and it's printed in the book of like, listen, you, you've said you couldn't get hold of me to talk to me about this. Here's my number. Here's my wife's number. Here's And he just lists like, there's just like... 40 numbers of like if you don't get me there then I'll be here and if that I'm not there then I'll be having lunch here probably because I like the lunch there and it's nice and it's just this this goes on for ages of of all the places all the different phone numbers is good Uh, do you like science fiction? I wouldn't be I do but it's not not, it's not like no James Bond runner yeah Yeah. do you know what I watched for the first time? what's that? Blade Runner oh yeah did you like I it? I did. Do you know what I love? I love the Alien movies. And that's the Alien Covenant. They're sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, Alien. Aliens. Maybe I Alien the 3. One. The fourth one. I like the fourth one. The fourth one's terrible. That's probably is. <laughs> if I went back to it now. I liked it though. Uh, it's by the same guy, the French director who did Amelie, mm. the fourth one. Amelie would have been improved by a chest burst. <laughs> <laughs> At the very end. <laughs> Whoa, I really didn't see that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I watched the director's commentary for Amelie, and he keeps talking about Alien Resurrection. And I'm like, 
you should just not mention that one, man. Yeah. <laughs> you should just... Because, like, it ends in a giant white turret alien. Yeah. There, I get its guts sucked out. Oh, it's just... It was so awful. Kind of like stop-motion alien, wasn't it? Like Wallace and Gromit. But there... Voiced by Peter Salas. There is someone... Um, what's his name with the big head who's in Sons of Anarchy... Yeah, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman yeah. is Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. I think it was him talking about it. There's a scene where Sigourney Weaver throws, throws the, the basketball, basketball over her shoulder. Yeah. Hands, yeah. Yeah. And he was saying, yeah, that really happened. Really happened. It's a crazy shot. Yeah. Apparently, if it was a, a split second longer than the take, he like, looked straight down the lens. Like, just like. <laughs> yeah. But. Have you seen Alien Covenant? No, not yet. No. I want to. Really? Have you I seen mean, it? No. It's not good, good reviews, has it? Oh no, but that's nah, nah, I just I don't bother with that. No, nah, just I'm fine with that. I was fine without Prometheus. Like I did see it, and I shouldn't have. It was just a waste of my time. I like bits of it. Other bits of it were ropey. I didn't hate it. Trying, I was trying to. Ah, no, ah, no, 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 no. I mean, it's interesting. It's ah, this is bollocks. Yeah. Wait a second. This is bollocks. <laughs> uh, okay this is Science of Nature I will say I did like yeah. it in Prometheus when Guy Pierce wanted to meet his maker and it was all this build up to meeting oh yeah spoiler alert the space jockey guy and the second he w- awakens this guy out of uh, whatever sleep Slumber, yeah. and uh, the guy just picks him up and decks him <laughs> just, that was like, he's, he's travelled all through space and time yeah. to meet his maker the hum, of the human race yeah. and literally just drives him a box and kills him yes which is pretty funny yeah there is on YouTube just a little bit of dialogue between them have you seen that? before he oh. decks him ruin the magic now. yeah <laughs> well they cut it out they you know they he made really the right decision was right. he's like, it's like it's way nah, funnier <laughs> he just, just before he gets to learn anything <laughs> your man just kicks the shit out of him. an old man fragile old man <laughs> that is always good I enjoyed uh, is it in I think it's not the Kevin Costner is it the Kevin Costner uh, Robin Hood where there's a witch and she gets and split she, with a yeah, she gets like an axe to her and yeah. flies across the room. Yeah, pins her to a wall or something. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> that was funny. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, that's always enjoyable. Uh, Science of Nature. What animal did ancient Romans call Camillopar Dallas? Because it looks like a cross between a camel and a leopard. Giraffe? Yes. Hey! Yes. Um, I, d- I knew the answer to that one beforehand because that's what I call Camille... Lucy Ross sometimes is Camilla Pard. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she... Because she like is very much yeah. like a cross between a camel and a leopard. Yeah. Camel... Yeah, I suppose a camel face. They kind of have a camel kind of face. Yeah. Uh, they could have added long something neck. in for the long neck, though. Yeah. Well, what else has a long neck? A than giraffe. Yeah. I mean, it's some kind of bird. Yeah. But... The turkey I, bird. Turkey bird, yeah. <laughs> Let me just check it is. Giraffe. Giraffe. Have you ever been to Africa? No. Have you ever been to Rome? Yes, briefly. When I was like 20. I loved it. Yeah? I've never I been to like, Rome. I just like pasta and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you go. Just and ice cream. Simple to please. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw the Did Pope 
at the time who was um, I was going to call him Joseph Fritzl he wasn't Pope Fritzl what's his name the Benedict Nazi Pope yeah Nazi <laughs> Pope yeah Benedict yeah, yeah. 16th what's possibly what's the one now called um, Francis 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 what Francis one no hardly I think he's a sequel yeah maybe I don't know yeah, it'd be, it'd be brave to go out on your own on a, on a Pope. I'm going to be like, yeah. I'm going to be the first. I'm going to be the first Brendan. Pope <laughs> Brendan. Yeah. Pope Brendan. What, do they have to be named after saints? Is that the thing? I guess so. But some of them, like John Paul, John Paul II, were like, give me two saints' names. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> Just lump them on top of each other and that'll be good enough for me then John Paul too was like I like to cut his jib I'll just do, do what he did literally <laughs> yeah just repeat uh, Benedict who is Saint Benedict Benedict Benedictine Benedict, monks Benedict, did he start Benedict the Bookfast lads I don't know Bookfast lads <laughs> I only name myself after the Bookfast lad <laughs> the first male pope <laughs> uh, are you are you a religious person no 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 but you saw the Pope I did I, what happened was I was like was I, just in the shops yeah he was buying a big pack of fags and a few cans no I was uh, I went up I was there by myself and I was like one day it was like was the day that I would go see the Vatican so I walked up to the Vatican and I didn't really have a plan there was this big queue outside and I went up and I was like asking what the queue was and his family his <laughs> Pope was working the door he was he's like hey, listen not tonight lads y'all we just have a cup of coffee sober up Stephen. but uh, the yeah, this family were there from, I'm not sure where, but they were like, uh, oh, he's going to see the Pope. And I was like, oh, very good. And they're like, we have a ticket for our baby, but the baby doesn't, I'm, I'm just speaking my normal voice. But they had a ticket for their baby, <laughs> yeah. but the baby didn't need a ticket, so they had a spare ticket. Wait, did, is this you now, or, or did the family, the family like, talking this, like this? And talking like, like oh, actually, do you know what, you know what, don't worry about it. And they gave me a ticket, and I got to go, and I was like, fuck, yeah. Go, yeah. Free ticket Rock to the Pope. On, Pope. Free it was ticket very to the Pope. boring. Yeah, but there was like these American like religious groups of, like teenagers and their pastor who were like so excited to be there it'd be difficult for them to be disappointed in the Pope mm. do you know he could pretty much just come up and just read like which know, is kind of what he did boring. he walked up and down the aisle and uh, did, a, did, a, did a bit of reading yeah but he, his heart wasn't in it just you know the way you'd be Bible, at mass and the, one. the priest to be you know, making a joke, a lame joke, but a yeah. try the Pope. There's no jokes with the Pope. <laughs> There's you know, no like, jokes with the Pope. The priest goes, well, in the words of Miley Cyrus, and he'd do some Miley Cyrus quote <laughs> and wrap it around the Bible or something, you know, that's their little shtick of like, I'm down yeah. with it. Yeah. At least they're trying. Yeah. The Pope didn't do any of that. Not a crap. single re- no. Cyrus reference. No. Uh, Benedict. Billy Ray Cyrus. He was quoting Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> lyrics. Yeah, come on. Come on, Pope, get with the fucking times. No one, no one's listen to Billy Ray. It's all the Miley's. Um, Benedict might, ha- or not Benedict, Francis might have some modern references. Yeah, definitely loves him. He's I, a modern well, Pope. I find, I find him hard to pin down. Mm-hmm. You know? he, wasn't, he didn't look impressed with Trump visiting the other day. Yeah, but I don't really trust those things as well. Mm. Like, because they just, because when Trump went into the White House for the first time for the handover and he met with Obama and then the photographs came out of them looking bored and mm-hmm. not wanting to talk to each other but then other photographs came out of them having a great laugh together yeah. 
and you're kind of like oh it's all oh, selective yeah, yeah. Like, so you just want to Want Here's the narrative. the narrative. So we're gonna use those photos. We're not gonna buy those photos of them laughing. Mm. So it could be the same with Pope. Mm. You could be having a great laugh at the three of them. Yeah. Don't Cracking know. Miley Cyrus jokes. And yeah. <laughs> that thing. What did the Pope bless of of the his wife, Trump's wife, Mrs. Trump? What's her name? Melania. Melania. What did he, what did he bless her He first? blessed something, and then and she's smiling, and the Pope's smiling, and then he turns around and spots Trump. I was like, oh, fucking hell. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, yeah, where one of the, one of the looks of, oh, this fucking yeah, guy. This like, guy. This yeah. fucking guy. <laughs> Your man's been in Italy too long. This fucking guy. Fucking guy. Uh, Both mobbed up organizations. The Trump organization and the Vatican. <laughs> yeah. Is there a lot of, well, just their own mob. It's mafia ties. Does it? Yeah. Trump has dealt out with shady figures and the Vatican Jesus. has had its fair share of mafia influence over the years. Jesus. Going by the Godfather Part situation. 3. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Spoiler I, alert. I heard it was bad so I just didn't watch it. I don't like that with stuff but then I watch things like the Godfather 3 and I'm like I enjoy that. But yeah. I, I love the Godfather. Yeah, so. I like the first two, but and then everyone another like, edgy don't, don't bother opinion it. from me, Gan. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what you say. I believe The Godfather to be an excellent piece of filmmaking, <laughs> and maybe the second one's even better. <laughs> How is that possible? Uh, such an iconoclast. Okay, sports and leisure. What sport gives competitors three attempts at the snatch? Well, speaking of Trump, hey, <laughs> nice. <laughs> The snatch. The snatch. Quidditch. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I have no, no idea. The no. Snatch. I think it's. I think it's weightlifting. Really? Yeah, the snatch and grab. Oh. I think. Weightlifting. Yeah. Do you know a lot of sport? No, not a lot. But I don't know. That's one of the ones that always kind of comes up because it's such a weird. Mm. Or is it snatch and lift and the jerk and stretch or something? They have weird names so that you kind of just remember them. Yeah, just to make it interesting. The fact that at the end of the day they're just picking up heavy things. They yeah. were like, we gotta, we gotta make it seem like there's a process here. Oh, just kind of snatch and creep there. Well, yeah, there are different ways. Like, there's one where they, there's one where they, as they lifted up, their legs split apart forwards and backwards. I have been. I was. I've been very reductive there. They're, no, they're, I know. They're, they're, their <laughs> techniques are. <laughs> their techniques are perfect. Are great. Fair play to them. Fair play to the lads. They could beat me up as well, so I better not say it. Yeah, that's a strange one where. Where your sport is like you're so dedicated to your sport that it actually kind of, you can't do normal things anymore. Mm. Like you couldn't cycle a bike or something. Yeah. I'm just so bring down your yeah. Can't close my arms anymore and that kind of thing very specialist hmm. like I'm willing to sacrifice being able to hug somebody or whatever these weightlifters can't do they can't do yeah but they do I suppose he, like Arnie he, he, he slimmed down over time yeah and he hugged a lot of women he could hug <laughs> yeah a lot of snatch and grab there <laughs> <laughs> yeah rascal Rascal, um, do you do you play any sports now? I mean, no, you never. No, no. Quite for, I used to play rugby a bit, but no. Oh yeah. 
chance to karate for one couple of, for a couple of months. I don't have that killer instinct. Yeah, which is just like, which is like a, good time. a slightly cooler way of saying I'm a coward. <laughs> so what is your what would be your leisure time pursuit then? I go for runs. Oh yeah. No one's or trying to would you like runs. play computer games or Oh, um watch films. Really. Yeah, watch films. And I would play the odd computer game, but I'm not like a, not a gamer. I always always get you know, get it so far into a game and like that. Yeah, good enough. Good enough. I got what I want to do. <laughs> really? You get stuck. Yeah, I it's a weird thing, I, like and there's some part of me is like I'll, I keep meaning to get into computer games yeah yeah. I'm like I, not, I don't have a computer system I have yeah. a computer but you know, I'm like oh, that'd be fun now and again to play computer games rather than watching TV or something but then I just never get around to it mm. no it is it's good fun yeah but I would I generally yeah, watch movies TV yeah what's the last film you saw Half was. Oh yeah. I mean, I'd seen it before, but yeah. What uh, What are you watching TV wise? Better Call Saul. Oh really? Fargo. Fargo, I like. Archer. Archer just finished there. I haven't seen the last episode though. Archer, um, I never really got into. I love it. I yeah. I think I am just immune to uh, cartoons, like people going on about Rick and Morty, and I, I've tried watching it like three or four times, and I'm like. Well, I thought go. I was going to hate that and then I watched it yeah. and I really liked it no I mean apparently it's great same with Archer like Archer was like I mean I can detect that the script is funny but I'm not laughing mm. one bit at this fair enough yeah I don't know it's just weird again it's like James Bond spoof it's like animated you're like how good is this going to be how yeah, and yeah. it's like oh my god yeah it's, yeah how many James Bond spoofs can the world tolerate But a yeah, lot a lot and Archer does it well yeah. he mixes it up a bit it's not, it's not even a spy show anymore right now it's like a detective show oh again how many how many detectives detective yeah 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 but it does that thing that Hot Fuzz does which is treats it's not a spoof so much as just a really silly comedy set in yeah so it like takes like it's, it's a serious story enough. with jokes yeah takes yeah Serious stuff, serious enough that it is effective as a story and, and characters, all the rest of it. I like it. Mm. Give it another go, Mark. Uh, maybe. What I are you watched like three or four episodes. What are you watching? What am I watching? I'm watching Fargo, third series. Really enjoying that. I haven't seen the latest episode. Uh, I don't know if I have. And I just finished the OA. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It heard mixed things. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh. Sure. All right. At times I was like, oh, yeah, I want to watch the next one. Sometimes I was like, oh, right, okay. What up? What up? Oh, I start. I watched, because the new series, I watched the pilot of Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. I got it on DVD for Christmas. What did you make of the pilot? I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched Twin Peaks. Give it a go, anyway. Yeah. Apparently it gets woeful. Oh really? At a certain point in season two. Oh yeah, some people are like, watch as far as this, and then watch Fire Walk with me, and then yeah. you can start the new series or something. Mm. But apparently the new series is, like a friend of mine was talking about it last night, he wouldn't, no 
spoilers or anything here, but he was just saying it's terrifying. Like, yeah, like it's like the first one was kind of a drama, and now it's just like yeah, yeah, because that's in the in the interim he has gone full bore horror madman have you seen you know the bit the famous bit in Mulholland Drive where he goes out to the car park have you seen Mulholland Drive oh yeah yeah he goes out he's talking about a dream that he had and then goes out to the car park he's in a diner he goes out and this like oh, creature yeah. demon thing pops out it's just one of the best jump scares in movies it's because it, it's all about the build up of dread yes, leading up yeah, to this yeah, yeah. jump scare and it is something else Mulholland Drive I did not enjoy I've seen it once. I saw a midnight screen of it when I was pretty drunk. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it made a lot of sense yeah. then. Oh yeah, that's that was that's the way. You I do it. I saw it and then somebody said, "Oh, this is what it's all about," and and then so I watched it again and I was like, "Nope, that mm. was <laughs> that wasn't true at all. This is still definitely bollocks." Yeah, 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 yeah. He's an interesting cat. He is an interesting cat. I watched a clip from Louis, which I didn't really watch the TV show Louis that much, uh, where David Lynch is on it. And he's he's brilliant. Him. Jack Dahl. Uh, I was most surprised at the state of his teeth. Are they manky? Yeah, pretty mm. manky. I was like, you could get those scrubs, David Lynch. What's that What's that all about? He's, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I like he's the creepy teeth. I like the creepy teeth. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I guess they were. He's got That's great hair. Great hair. Great head of hair. And he maintains it very well. Mm-hmm. He's obviously a Spends man. Spends all his time on his hair and none of his teeth. That's the, that's the price you pay. <laughs> yeah. That's what Mulholland Drive is about, actually. The dangers kind of, of spending too long on your hair yeah. and your teeth suffer. It's kind of... Maybe it's just a David Lynch kind of thing. Like, from a distance, you're like, oh, that, look at that. Look at that hair. And when you get close, you're like, oh, uh, no. Yeah, that is Oh, kind no, of, it's creepy. That's kind of David Lynch in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, David Lynch in a nutshell. Um, Peter, thanks very much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Mark. Is there anything you'd like to plug? You can follow you on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. And you can follow Funny, Funny Liam, Liam Nugent, Nugent on Twitter. At Funny Liam Nugent. What's your Twitter thing? At Peter J. McGann. Peter J. McGann. Some scumbag had already taken Peter McGann. Oh, what does he do? I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea. I don't, I don't, I don't look know. at his Twitter every night and curse his <laughs> name. Loathe him. <laughs> um, you got sketches online as well. I do. I got, yeah, there's Liam Nugent sketches. There's other sketches yeah. that I made. Short films as well. They'll come up on YouTube. Peter McGann. Um, I, I'm trying to think I don't have any I've got a gig in July July the 15th Galway yeah cool did uh, you drop in uh, that's in a mixed bill like are you in a yeah. or is it your show or no a mixed no. bill uh, when's the next uh, mess around is there one scheduled there is one for next weekend but I will be out of the country so oh, it'll well, be Liam's that. Don't first bother. don't bother missing bother the mess around going to it if if Funny, so, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll plug it. I'll plug it. Just go. Just go. <laughs> I won't be there, but you should go anyway. No, you should go. The mess around is good. Is a good fun. Is a good fun. Is is that good a fun? Is a good fun. And yeah, I've nothing coming up. Fair play. In the next few weeks, mm-hmm. which is just depressing, really. <laughs> um, I have my one of my improv groups is going to Edinburgh. Uh, for a week in for Edinburgh. Fringe? For the Fringe, yeah. Wow. We're in the free Fringe, but we're going to do a fundraiser 
because it costs a lot of money to go to Edinburgh. Mm. And this is our dream. Please help us fulfill our dream. So we're going to have a table quiz on the 7th of June, which is a week and a half away or something like that. Maybe it'll be, yeah, something like that. It's a Wednesday anyway, depending on when this episode comes out. Uh, I'll have to talk to, with our management about when this episode comes out. As <laughs> it, I just put it out myself. Um, uh, so table quiz in Doyle's, eight o'clock start. So get there at half seven to get the good tables. And uh, tenner per person, four to a table. It's going to be fun. It's going to be hosted by Al Pacino. Um, wow, what a wow, coup. what a coup. Or someone who sounds vaguely like him but doesn't look much like him. One of those two things will happen. And, uh, yeah, there are going to be some good questions. We were working on questions last night and uh, good prizes. We're working on that. Please come. Um, apart from that, you know, just... Keep it cool, everyone. Keep it cool, everyone. Until next time, cahoot it up. Bye now. Bye. 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 Peter passes away at the end of the episode. What a way to go.